Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Carry On Cast. This is the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where you get to hear the pastors. That's us. Hello. Yeah, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) We're here. (laughs) Talk about the upcoming preaching text. It's a joy to be with you all today. I'm Pastor Kevin, and I'm here with... Pastor Megan. And I'm Pastor Eric. You made it. Mm -hmm. So grateful. So glad to be here. And uh, we woke up this morning, bright, sunny day, yep. right? Oh, yep. man. Gorgeous. Just yep. another ugly day in Minnesota. Yeah. Spring. Oh. It's green and blue and flowers and stuffiness man. for the allergies. Sorry about the that. The sun feels perfect. Oh, my gosh. There's sun. It's Ideal, actual sun. right? <laughs> you, get a, you get a punch card for how many days you get this summer. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, there's a, it's limited, friends. It is limited. Do not stay inside. No. Go directly outside. Yes. Um, we're so glad to be with you today. We're so glad that you're listening. And uh, today we wanted to give you a preview of coming attractions, right? We wanted to invite you into the new worship series that kicks off our summer. And as you know, worship has now changed where our worship services are at 9 a.m. outside yeah. at the lake. This is a draw, people. Yes, this is a thing. This is like going to a drive-in movie, mm-hmm. right? You can yep. bring popcorn for the geese. Except it's on a Sunday morning. <laughs> okay. And um, if you give me some of the popcorn, that'd be cool, too. <laughs> I like popcorn. I like popcorn. <laughs> popcorn for breakfast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is Isn't that what cereal is? Yes, that's exactly what Oh, I never thought. Is. that. You just blew my mind a little bit. All right. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm good. here. Okay. And also 10 a.m. at the lake. Don't yes. Forget about that at the hill. Too. 10 a.m. at the hill. Oh, wow. 10 a.m. inside. And just that is intentionally. Everyone. So if if you forget, just like I am wont to forget. So this is not just you, friends. Um, remember that we we used to do the hill inside at at nine o'clock. Oh. Uh, but when we were doing the lake at 10, sometimes by August it got little sweaty. Yeah. So just remember that lake is outside at nine, so we can get it earlier in the day. So we are less sweaty and then we'll come inside at 10 o'clock where we can enjoy the air conditioning by then so that's the there's the reasoning nice what pastor megan said there you (laughs) you know one of the things that's always striking at this time of year though is we've had this wonderful season of christian education for children and adults and all these different things and typically during the summer we kind of shift the focus to vacation bible school and other ways that we reach out beyond ourselves it's not just for us it's for our community Uh, But we also take a pause for the regular weekly um, children's Christian education. And I realize that as a parent, you sometimes wonder, you know, we've been running all year Mm. and now it's, you know, there's a little bit of a breather. Um, You know, maybe we can pause even on worship and being present here. And I just want to make sure that you have an invitation that there's a reason why it's important to keep those habits going mm-hmm. all year long. That's the foundation of faith. Yes. That's the foundation of the rhythm of your family is to recognize Sabbath as a part of that. But we also wanted to offer you some ideas and some reasons why it's so important to be together for worship. Um, Pastor Megan, can you talk a little bit about just kind of the creation of the series that we're kind of going into? Yeah, or? we were we were thinking a little bit about why that why worship, right? Like if you're not coming to worship because there's jam afterwards or because there's a meeting beforehand, like something kind of sandwiched in. If it's just worship, uh, why even come, right? Um, and we've talked in previous years, we've taken some sermon series to talk about the components of worship and why they matter, why prayer in worship matters, why offering in worship matters, why preaching 
preaching and worship matters because it's super normal to preach about preaching. So like I do, it's not at all strange. Okay. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, but we got there. It was okay. Um, but this is different. This isn't about like why the pieces of worship are in worship. This is much more philosophical. Why worship even matters? What even mm-hmm. happens when we come into worship? So you're going to hear us talking about some kind of wide angle ideas about this is why week after week, month after month, this rhythm, like you said, Pastor Kevin, is so important and so valuable and and so intrinsic to who we are as people of faith. It's true. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking of the connection as you're talking about it's it's summer, things are slowing down a little, you know, why worship as a family? And I thought, well that's that's it's a special treat to be able to just come to worship with your family. Yeah. And it's one hour or less mm-hmm. and you you can come and, and worship together sit together not have other things that you have to run to here at yeah. church you can just have that time together and that is to me i was thinking the definition of sabbath keeps coming to mind mm. it's just sabbath rest come and worship god together yeah. with with our community yeah you know if We've spent a lot of time in the book of Romans where we yeah. talk about God being the subject of... <laughs> we spent a lot of time in the book of Romans. <laughs> Pastor Kevin, can we take a moment to just let Pastor Megan breathe and go, oh, thanks be to God. What a beautiful, good word, and I'm so happy to be moving on. Yay! <laughs> Thank you, Paul, and now sit over there for a moment. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. This has been fun. Thank you. Exit to the left. <laughs> Back on track. Sorry. No, no, no. It's 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 definitely that place. Mm, yeah. mm. But there's something so striking too when we are able to kind of shift gears a little bit and say, let's look at some other pieces of our tradition mm. that help us kind of think thoughtfully about our faith. And and again, we're always using scripture as a lens to be able to look at all of all of our life. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the Psalms do. So we wanted to open up Psalm eight with you today yeah. to be able to talk about. Um, that there's kind of a focal point, though, Pastor Megan, that you wanted to to kind of really, what's the takeaway that you wanted us to look at for this first week? Sure. So uh, last week was Pentecost. Woo! Holy yeah. Spirit, right? And wow. so this week is Holy Trinity Sunday, which I fully admitted uh, with my fellow pastors when the mics were off that I think is kind of a made-up liturgical <laughs> holiday. But uh, it is intentionally the Sunday after Pentecost Sunday. It is an opportunity for we as church to recognize our God who is triune, who is three and one in one and three, um, who is in the tradition of the church, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, right? Um, so this is an opportunity for us to talk about it. And it's and it's intentionally like this one Sunday in the year where we can maybe try to poke at that um, mystery and that holiness and that otherness of trying to understand God in this way. Um, so this first Sunday, this first Sunday's kind of overall theme is why do we worship? Well, we worship because God is holy. We worship because God is worthy of praise. We worship because we need to be encounter in we need to be in uh, an encounter with that which is other than us, right? Um, otherwise, we are so inclined to continually uh, put ourselves at the center of the universe and uh, we forget uh, that we are oriented mm-hmm. in a different way. Amen. So that that's one of the things that, that makes worship so important. And that's one of the things that brings us to this psalm because um, whew, mm-hmm. it is just a full-on praise psalm, friends. Yes. Um, and I... Uh, oh, it's so beautiful. It might be familiar to you. There are lines of it that I'm sure you've sung in, yeah. in hymns and <laughs> praise songs and liturgies and it's it is there for you um i love the psalms mm-hmm. so um here i am reading to you the entirety of psalm 8 i promise it's not that long let's read together 
O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have founded a bulwark because of your foes to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen and also the beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. Oh, Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Woo! Yes. This is a great big yay, God. (laughs) Um, And especially in a time like this, right? We're going to be worshiping outside if you're joining us at 9 a.m. We are Mm going to hear the geese honking. Uh, We are going to see the mosquitoes buzzing right past us and not landing. Not landing, (laughs) buzzing right past. (laughs) We're going to have the grass under our feet and to be able to not just look at that beauty of creation as just, hey, isn't this pretty? But to also, you know, as, as the psalmist writes here, you know, when I look at your heavens, what are human beings that you are mindful of them? You know, when you mm-hmm. see the fullness of cre- creation, to be just kind of in wonder that that God cares for us too mm-hmm. in the midst of all this majesty and yeah. glory. Uh, oh, what a what a beautiful opportunity to worship. And he and he puts us just below God. Oh yeah, that's a big right. statement, right? And and Seriously. I so there's two, and I think there's two ways to look at that, right? Just below God, as in God values us so much, yes, like that we are right there, we are right up there. Mm-hmm. But also, just below God means we are under something. Yes, there is something that right. is above us, what? something that is greater yep. than no. us. I know. <laughs> and look, I'm really special and important. Um, I'm also <laughs> the most humble person I. I know, um, but I need to be reminded. Yep. I need mm-hmm. to be reminded. Mm-hmm. I am not God. God Very is God. And so this, even this wonder of, oh, what an amazing thing that I am just lower than God. Yep. And please also remember, God top tier, humans next tier. It is a it is a, a holy and wondrous responsibility and yep. privilege. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there is an order to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. a gift. We're creating the image of God, but yeah. yeah, I really like your point that we are not God. That's yeah. you know the good news is there is a God and you're not it. Yes, <laughs> and that is worth celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, uh, the I read in one commentary mm. that this is lifting up the majesty of God standing over the natural wonders of the world, Aww. and just as it's gorgeous here in Minnesota in the spring and this spring right now in particular. That just really resonates with me. Yeah. That that's a, one way we can connect with God is by being in the majestic wonders of this world and know that God created it for us to enjoy. Yeah. That's just yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I hear a lot of people saying, you know, when they when they go up to their cabin, when they go on a camping trip, they're yes. like, oh, you know, it's, I really see God in that. I experience mm-hmm. God in that. And you know what? We all do. It's This is what this whole psalm is about, mm-hmm. right? Experiencing God and the beauty of creation. Take that wonder. Take that majesty take that awe and bring it with you then on sunday into worship how do you hear the songs differently how do you encounter the prayers differently how are you listening to the word differently with that full awareness of what god is up to in the world around you Mm -hmm. absolutely thinking about you know showing up for worship sometimes you know Maybe you just had an argument in the parking mm. lot before you walked in. Mm-hmm. That never 
No, <laughs> nobody's speaking from experience on this nobody's one. <coughs> I mean, but <clears throat> we all bring different things into worship with us. Mm-hmm. And I think we just were, just want to be so honest about that, that it's not that you have to like sit down and be quiet all of a sudden. Yeah. But it's an invitation to a stillness that maybe you haven't been able to find, yeah. you know, um, in the past week. Um, there's a wonderful scholar that I love named Robert Alter, A-L-T-E-R, and he did a translation of the entire Old Testament and get some commentary. But one of the first things he points out about this psalm is that verse 1 and the, or well, it's actually technically, I guess, verse 2. Verse 2 and the very last verse are the exact same thing mm-hmm. as a way to kind of say this is coming full circle, right? That this is the wholeness of God's creation, the wholeness nice. of, of who we are. And, and I really thought, you know, I wonder what you two think about this, you know, the sense of that wordplay in English, like there's a lot of wordplay in mm-hmm. Hebrew, um, in, the tra- in, in the translations that we read in English, sometimes that gets lost. Mm. But think about the word holy and the word yeah. whole, yeah. right? And that we're holy gods and there's a holy God. Mm. And I wonder if like you two think about those two words, how do you see the difference between wholeness, you know, like the... The totality or the the, the the full circle of life and holy being almost something other, something different, something almost untouchable mm-hmm. or mysterious. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes I think that's that's kind of lost in our we're more low church, right? We're low we're yeah. mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. more yeah. we're not yeah. We're mm-hmm. not super fancy. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Fancy. Yeah. Um, Pastor Eric and I, before we hit record, uh, we were talking about a, a story that we yeah. were hearing on NPR when we were driving in. And we were hearing about these people who call themselves, what, the Lake Superior Coldwater Dolphins? Yes. Something like that. Coldwater um, Dolphins. Right. And they're these people in Duluth who intentionally, like daily, go for a full submersion dip in Lake Superior. And I, you, uh, folks, if you've ever dipped even your toes in Lake Superior, you know that it is freezing cold. Um, so they literally go for a dip when it's, you know, 39 degrees, when the water is 39 degrees and uh, stay in the water. They don't like just like splash in and splash out like for, yeah. for multiple minutes. And what was fascinating about the story, aside from the fact that people would actually choose to do that, um, was how when the interviewer was speaking with these people, they all talked about this sort of... Um, gosh spiritual experience they had with the power of this great lake and its um mystery and expansiveness Mm -hmm. right yeah they said some uh, one quote was something it's an experience with something that goes beyond human perspectives you know literally you can't see the other side yeah the depth of it and it's yeah it's like plugging into the create creator creation right, right. An- another person used a phrase something to the expect uh, 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 to to the um, point of like uh, it's one thing to recognize the greatness of something it's another thing to be immersed in Ooh, it yeah yeah right mm, and, and so good quote why are we talking about Lake Superior um, because <laughs> there of this are no dolphins there are no in... real dolphins just <laughs> people who like, call themselves dolphins do they wear costumes I don't when know I don't even know if they wear a wetsuit man these folks are brave but this idea of like wholeness and holy right like this sense of being fully immersed in something that is completely other Mm -hmm. right like we can find that encounter with holy in lots of ways in lots of places i think you've probably had that like you know that moment where your hair kind of stands on end where you're kind of left speechless and maybe that's in um maybe that's in creation maybe it's at a bedside of a loved one maybe it's um just kind of this revelation that you've had otherwise in your life i know it happens in lots of places yep 
It happens in worship too. And we bring our whole selves, we bring all of who we are into this holy place this full experience of what god is recognizing that you know it's it's one thing to recognize greatness it's another thing to be immersed in it right and that's even if it's imperceptible even if it's imperceptible even if we don't get it Mm -hmm. man um that's why we keep coming back to worship week after week Mm -hmm. for that encounter with the holy even when we walk out sometimes and go man i feel it this time like wasn't there um yes that's okay (laughs) Come back again next week. God is still here. God is still working. Listen for God in the week of around you and then bring that into worship on yeah. Sunday. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's the invitation. Mm. It, th- it takes me back to the burning bush kind of scene, right, where Moses is standing there and it's holy ground. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, maybe maybe that's some of the invitation this week is for us to name some of that holy ground that we find ourselves on. Because what we're not saying is that church is the only holy ground that right. you experience. Right. True. But it is saying that here, <laughs> we're here to remind you that wherever you go throughout the week can be an experience of the holy. Yep. When you name it such and sense God's presence, right? I mean, yeah. is that, would you? Yeah, and I just can't, I can't help but keep thinking too that the value of coming to worship is you are assured that you will hear the promises of God proclaimed for you and remind you that Christ was crucified for the forgiveness of your sins Amen. and that you have the promise of salvation and eternal life. And Amen. as Pastor Megan preached uh, this last Sunday on Romans, um, you're free mm. by that good mm. news. You're you're that's not where it ends. You're free. You come to worship. You hear that. You're reminded you're inspired. And then you go and you spend your week loving and sharing God's love with your neighbors, um, you know, being the person God created you to be with, without shame, without yeah. fear, and just, you know, boldly sharing God's love mm-hmm. in through your life, through whoever God made you to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, powerfully. And it's, um, I think there's something r- really important to be said for, it's not just like you said, Pastor Kevin, that, that, worship is the only place you will experience god um but it is the one place i can promise you you will always experience god we are all different people god comes to us in a variety of ways we will be inspired and met and challenged by our god out in the world in a variety of ways and places and people and situations um I'm not you. I don't know how how God's working on you. I don't know where the Spirit's meeting you today. Um, But I do know that in worship, we are promised, just like Pastor Eric said, that that encounter with that promise, that encounter with the presence of God, that holiness, that mystery. Um, Hey, I mean, it's going to be Holy Trinity Sunday. It's going to be June 4th. We're going to be taking communion together. So like from a very, very Lutheran Mm -hmm. perspective, I can promise you that Christ is truly present in that sacrament, right? Like, that is a real thing and even if to you it only tastes like styrofoam uh, which it often does that's totally fair (laughs) i can still promise you that christ is present in that um so there are lots of things that yeah god is at work in and and worship is like just one place that you know you're going to encounter it week after week Mm. But we have the means of grace. Yeah. Baptism, communion. Good Lutheran phrase, yeah. man. That's Way what happens in worship. Yes. And so you will receive the actual grace of God mm-hmm. when you're here. Mm-hmm. That's what we that's what we believe why we gather as mm-hmm. Lutherans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also that week we'll be receiving new members. Yes, we will. Ooh, which is another perfect. way of saying that there's a community that's gonna surround yes. you, right? 
And I don't want to steal any thunder. I was going to say it's coming. It's coming later. So, but but point at it. Point at it. it Yes. Though to be able to name though that sometimes we do experience God's presence through one another. Yeah. Yeah. Just to say that oh I showed up and we're present with one another and Mm -hmm. that's an important piece to it. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I was thinking that because I I know you you've been mentioning that quite a bit and I'm glad you said that because that's yes I that's a big part of why we're here too you guys have been reminding me of that yeah. we're here for each other yes right. yes exactly. and in worship you know this is this is for later in the month so we're not giving away the punchline but in worship we we do see each other and and i mean like fully see each other right like we are all yeah. together and in that place of um reminding each other that that we are not god individually or collectively that we all come together to worship our God, our God who is other than us, who is different than us. Um, you know, this whole Holy Trinity language, which is so weird and strange and not, you know, people use all sorts of metaphors to explain it. And that's great. Like maybe you've heard the whole steam, water, ice analogy. I'd ask me about it if you want to hear more. That's great. The moral of the story is it's, it's hard to understand. Yep. And yet this is who our God is. And part of Knowing our God is is leaning into mystery, which I think is beautiful. Agree. Ah! <laughs> so one way we just want to, again, just invite you, join us for worship where you can step into the mystery with mm-hmm. us. Amen. And be immersive, immersed in the goodness of God through word and through scripture and through um, uh, the Commun- sacraments community. and yeah. community and, and all of those things. And remember, it's nine o'clock on mm-hmm. Sundays at the lake <laughs> outside yep and 10 a.m at the hill yep are we gonna start a uh dolphin uh I, polar bearing club thomas at... lake is gorgeous and by <laughs> july it's fairly green on the surface and so probably i'm not, not gonna cold. i'm not gonna invite <laughs> dipping in that <laughs> polar bear club <laughs> talk to me again in january <laughs> sunday's at eight <laughs> No thanks. <laughs> well, this has been the yes, it has. <laughs> podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone. Ooh.